The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I am your host, Tim. I am a sex educator. I identify as chaotically gay. And listeners, one time I role-played as a thief. I broke into a pharmacy and stole all their Viagra. Turns out the police were looking for a hardened criminal. <laughs> I love the dad jokes. <laughs> I'm I so do. Glad. Is that I funny? Have, I have two. You have? Yeah. I, well, oh, okay. I, in my Facebook, I can't, I've gotten away from it, but I used to post really bad dad jokes with a sexy picture. Oh, I need to get want- back into that. Yeah. Do you have one on the top on the top of your head right now? Um, like a really stupid pun. <laughs> Actually, Darcy <laughs> told me this this morning. Another thing I'm horrible at is getting the joke right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh my God. it was something like, "What's red and stands in the what's what's naughty and stands in the corner?" What is it? A strawberry. Okay, what did the banana say to the vibrator? What did the banana banana say to the vibrator? I don't know why you're shaking. She's going to eat me. <laughs> That's so stupid, but I love it. I know, right? See? <laughs> I think, like, anti-jokes are truly the best jokes. Like <laughs> This one's horrible. Oh I don't yeah, think yeah, I this one's supposed to say this one at all. This is going to horribly get me canceled everywhere. Let's hear it. Um, uh, why did Mary fall off the swing? Why? She had no arms. <laughs> no, no, no. It goes on. Knock, knock. Who's there? Not Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a twofer. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh, listeners, that very funny and that very, very sensual, sexy voice you hear on the other end of the mic is none other than Nikki from the In Bed with Nikki podcast. How are you, Nikki? I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me. I was just, I can't believe we connected so fast. It was just yeah, amazing. Yeah, this is truly like magical. Hey, it's the power of the internet and Instagram. Like, I love it. So, We are going to be talking about fantasies today, and like, if people have ever listened to your podcast, they will know that you are truly the expert in vocalizing and storytelling people's fantasies. But first, let's talk about you. Like, who is Nikki? Uh, Nikki is actually just a simple woman. Um, I pride myself in that. I'm not, um, and there's nothing wrong with being high maintenance and glossy and feminine. And, but, you know, like I tell somebody, when you hear my voice and you listen to me tell stories, I'm 
it's always amazing. Like I asked you, um, what do you think I look like? And everybody has me tall, blonde and leggy. And I'm like, wow, you're way off. I'm short, have violet hair and uh, can't walk in heels to save my life. Neither can I. <laughs> it's called bunions and calluses. I cannot. Well, well, I'm learning. I'm teaching myself because I've, you know, I'm going to an award show next this September. So Ooh, I'm, I know I'm working my way up to like an inch and a half next week. Oh, yay. Congrats. I know. I know. Oh, I I'm like, as long as I only have to walk, I'll be good. Maybe. <laughs> I don't have to run or jog or climb any stairs or anything. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I first yeah. wore like heels. I swan dove into six inches, not knowing what I was going to, you know, walk into. I clearly uh-huh. walked into the floor after the first step. My God. Tripped all over the studio. Oh, I'm like, oh, this is so embarrassing. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's truly awful. But hey, you know what? You continue to live your high heel fantasy and just strut like you own the room. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, right? Oh, my God. Yes. So, Nikki, uh, before we started recording, you told me all about your experience in the adult industry. What exactly was it that you did? I was a phone sex operator. Which is why your voice is so <laughs> good at this. Uh, how did you get into phone sex operation? Um, I don't quite know your age, but um, in 2008, like some of your listeners. I'm 28. I'm 28. Oh, because, yeah, you barely look legal. (laughs) I'm a little And if you were straight, you're definitely not in my dating household. So (laughs) I'm one of those um, older women. And no, I'm not a MILF. Um, (laughs) To put that out there, not a MILF. You know what? As As a gay woman, as a gay man, I love women. Like, I'm obsessed with women and all the feminine energy that comes with it. Yeah, no, I I have more. I'm, I've always been that sexy tomboy. I know how to dress up. I know when I want to dress up. I know, you know, it's, but I'm, I'm more comfortable in my bare feet and, Mm -hmm. you know, but that, but in 2008, as most of your older friends can tell you, the world tanked and a lot of people lost their jobs. I was one of them. Mm -hmm. And that's also in the infancy where work at home jobs were starting. Um, it was right at the beginning where companies were learning, mostly customer services, learning that they could hire workers from home. Mm. And I did not want to go get on the assistance. I thought, you know, if I could find something where I can continue to look for an office work or something in my wheelhouse, then I can go back to that. And as long as it helps pay and it, it did. And then, um, a friend of mine said, you know, cause as you can confirm, this is my natural voice. Yes, I can confirm. You're, I'm so jealous of your natural voice. It's so <laughs> soft and hypnotic. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed. I got like this weird like rasp to it because of like how many years of smoking and like I, I quit, but like all that damage is in here. I'm like, Ugh, I hate it. But apparently, it turns some people on. But hey, yeah, there's a lot of smoking yeah. fetishes out there. But no, mine's just born. I was born this way. I'm so jealous of like, uh, I could listen to you read the phone book. Truly. See, I say that too about some men. And then there's one guy one time said, can you call, can I call you when you read the tax code to me? And I'm like, the tax code. We can can do that. I was like, if I don't put you to sleep, he's like, trust me. And there's a very early episode where I actually did. I pulled, I went to the IRS website to appease him 
And yes, I, I did read tax code. <laughs> Not very long, but I did read tax code. Oh my God. I don't know if you know this show called Crank Yankers. Yes. Um, yes. My the- old boss was on one of those. No way. I kid you not. There's one where, and she's a bitch, by the way. Ooh. There's one where they actually call a phone sex line early, early on. It's the it's uh, Ed. Ed calls uh, one. <laughs> and I kid you I not. Watch this episode. I got to watch it. Yes, she oh, yeah, yeah. She was my one of them. I, I think they called several of or a couple of them, but yeah. Mm. Um one of the earlier ones was my boss. Oh my god. And that was like totally unexpected for Crank Yankers and Comedy Central to just like call your phone sex line then, huh? <laughs> well, I wouldn't me cuz I didn't no, know. No. <laughs> yeah, I I I knew the episode and when she told me about it, I was like, "Oh my god, that was you." Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, no, the reason I I bring Crank Yankers up is because there's this one episode in, I think, like season one ish, where they call, um, like, this computer repair guy. And then she she was masturbating. It's like, just just tell me something I don't know. Like, what's a hard drive? What's what's binary code? And then. She started using like the ball of the mouse, like back when uh-huh. mouses had like a little ball, and yeah. then just like masturbating with it. I'm like, you know what? Whatever gets your rocks off, right? Even if it's a tax code. Even if it's a tax code, yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's so funny. How long were you a phone sex operator for? I've been in a phone sex. I'm not in it as much anymore. My show's kind of taken over it, but I do take calls every now and then. But 17 years. 17 years of this like uh-huh. sensuality and perfecting the art of like sexy talk oh yeah I'm 17 what's years your, what's your secret not, oh. well and the thing is i've never shown a picture i've never used my real photos it's just uh, all been done vocally oh my god and that keeps the fantasy alive it does. It really does. That, and God. I mean, God love the women that want to put themselves out there and stuff. But you know, I look at them, and it's it. And I don't mean it this in a rude way, but it's women these days really need to dial it back and learn that sometimes less is you know more is less you know or less is more. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. And I, I really, as a woman, and even as men, I think we've gone so far the other way. And it, it kind of reminds you of it bleeds, it leads, you know, or the Jerry Springer effect, those kind of things, shock value, you know, and, and even more, oh, right. you know, yeah. and really Madonna really, really coined it in the 80s. And I mean, and then and there's always been shock and all around somebody trying to up, but that's when you go, when, when does it stop, you know, and it always goes too far, but you, when you, if that's all you have to offer, if you've already put the goods out there, you better follow up some something with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I you, get it. Oh my god. Yeah, but I mean, if you're you know, if you've got you're sending dick pics, and by the way, if I get them on the show, <laughs> that's what I'm starting to tell her every interview. If I get dick pics unsolicited from your show, guess who's getting copies of hairy asses and dick pics? <laughs> <laughs> I just told the last. I just got another interview. I just told him that too. <laughs> Oh no! You're I'm gonna let you be, know right now. You're gonna be getting all the nudes and all the like. Can you please tell? They're gonna me? be like, "Oh, that's okay. He's gay. He'll like this too." What? <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. Oh, gosh, no. There I'm, are some I'm, picks out there that I'm just like, nope, please, no. So, uh, Nikki, let's talk a little bit more about um, your experience in the phone sex industry. 
you must have had like a whole bunch of calls like uh, of like different stories and everything what are some of like the more fun and interesting requests that you received over your phone sex career the first time i was introduced to kink and um because most of the time it was pretty straight laced up to this point um Mm -hmm. because the first place i worked was very vanilla Meaning right. you you could heavy flirt, but you couldn't say penetration, and it was really weird. It was like if the Amish had phone sex line, so it <laughs> <laughs> maybe not even the Amish. I'm not making fun of the Amish, but I'm just saying it was just it was harder to do that than it was the other way. It just it seems weird, but it was um, right, right. So the weirdest the how I got introduced to kink was this guy called and. He's like, do you mind if I masturbate with peanut butter? And my first thought was, well, if you wouldn't have told me, then I wouldn't have known. So, okay. <laughs> I'm like, no, not at all. And he goes, okay, well, it's creamy. I was like, well, I guess as long as, as long, I guess it's good that it's not super chunky. And <laughs> he kind of Because you don't want those, those little shards of peanuts, like messing up your bits oh gosh <laughs> yeah no exactly and uh, so after that I, he's like well there's another thing i went okay and he goes i'm right about before i come i like to shove a banana up my ass Ooh. and i oh, went boy okay i'm okay i'm okay for anal but then this is where my head got into logic land mm-hmm. and I honestly, in my head going, is it a plantain or is it a really, really green <laughs> one? Because if it's yellow, any form of yellow, then it wouldn't, how is it going to go in and not smush? And then if it smushes, it's going to be really messy. But I guess, I hope he has a sheet or plastic down because if it gets messy, it gets messy. Well, at least it's not me cleaning up. And if he's in a hotel, I feel really sorry for the, so see, sometimes I go down logic land. When somebody no, I mean, you went into the logistics of this banana. Like, is it still ripe? Is it raw? Is it peeled, unpeeled? And if that would have been his thing, those would have all vocal things came out, but he wasn't. But I was still, as he's describing the banana and how he's going to do it and lube it up, I'm I'm not even listening. I'm like, how's that going to work? You know, I started going down logic land. Because if you think of it, dildos and butt plugs have at least a decent firmness to them, you know? Mm-hmm. At the, least some sort of, you know, like foundation to it that it's not going to be crushed by the rectal wall or anything. So... Exactly. So, banana. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. munch. It's the, your butt's gonna munch it up. Yeah, different. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why after it becomes a, a certain stage in the banana, we use it in bread. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or a smoothie. No, or a smoothie. Nobody's gonna be eating bananas anytime soon. Listening to this. <laughs> oh my goodness! I. I'm oddly hungry for a banana right now, to be quite honest. You know, I, I, I love a banana. Oh, yeah, me my, too. My, how And I used to love them before, but I remember growing up, I was this uh, this lady, she'd watch me, and um, and her children hated bananas. And the only way she could eat get them to eat bananas is if she would dip them in, not like the powdered jello, not put them in jello, but you basically dip them in the jello so it's still like in powder form. So you get the flavor of the jello around I the banana. You see. talk about, you talk about, you know, sugar on top of sugar, but it's yeah. so good. The, <laughs> it's like, so a good. banana's already delicious on its own. I, like you need more artificial sugar on there. Like, yeah, I but mean, dip it in strawberry jello. 
and let me know what you think. Okay, you know what? I'm probably going to head over to like Walmart and then just be like, okay, Nikki told me to get a bunch of bananas and a bunch of jello powder. You only need one box. There's a lot of jello powder in there. (laughs) I don't know how much. See, this is where my logistic brain goes. Yeah, I see. There you go. See, I told you we're still sisters. (laughs) We are soulmates. We are soulmates. Uh, We're kindred souls. I think there's something about like, like, introverted sexy people that are just like we're peas of the same pod we are i I love that absolutely there's there's nothing like finding your tribe (laughs) as i put it on my show finding your tribe i mean even though we may be a little different it's it's so nice to know that they like you are just as explorative um because as you've Mm. heard on my show i don't i don't call it anything but you know, being explorative. I don't believe in boxes. As a matter of fact, I say, why do we all have to be Walmart? Mm-hmm. And you no. say it too from time. You've said it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm just like, I don't want to be boxed in or anything. This is no, I, I, I be me. Yeah. Labels are meant for food, not people. Come on. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I am also like pretty curious as to, um, I guess how you developed your your sexual prowess or like your let's say your character development in your story because you can't or a person can't just like dive into phone sex or at least that's what I'm thinking right like did you go in not knowing anything or did you just like evolve your sensuality over time I think my sensuality evolved in me as a in me as a person um who if you were to call me on the lines and going into a fantasy that's who i am that's normally how i talk to you as a lover if what you hear on the show is me um there's no character process there's no hey i have to go on jump on an interview with nikki where i may not be this quirky on my show but every (laughs) once in a while i'll 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 have a story and like um is it this week or last week where the guy i don't know if you heard last week's show where they had the um beer pog and they had to streak if they lost, right? And mm-hmm, I immediately, mm-hmm. as soon as I heard streaking, I immediately thought of old school. So I started in my head yeah, as like I'm still reading the story. Naked, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's going to drive through the quad and go to the gymnasium. So I kept hearing <laughs> Frank the Tank as I'm reading the story. So and that's why I had to bring that up. Does Frank the Tank there or did you actually, well, you were the people not showing up with Frank the Tank and that's why I got in trouble with his life. You know, I, it, <laughs> so occasionally my quirkiness will, will appear, but not a lot, but it does appear. But no, there is no character there's no hidden person like you and i are connecting so well this is the person you would sit down and have a drink with so yeah i Uh, i've i've always believed in exploring and touching your partner and listening to your partner and that has been very big to me and i think as an introvert and as um, being empathy and empathic as i am mm -hmm. there's nothing like feeding off my partner and lover's desires and like seeing the lust in their eyes. Listen to their needs and like you yeah. feel how, how much their body like really wants it without even saying a word. Like the arch of their back or like the glisten in their eye. Oh, exactly. Oh, I miss being touched. <laughs> <laughs> so badly. And, there's, and you know, and I, for years I've sat and, and I'll be honest, and I maybe this is one-sided because these are the calls I get. So this is the opinion I have before the calls I have is there's a lot of men, and I'm sure there are women out there too, 
um, and there probably is because usually if it's happening one, it's happening the other, that for some reason they cannot talk to their partner about their needs and desires. And I always wonder why when somebody's in such a long commitment, or even if it's more than four months, that they can't start the process. And then I and then I go even deeper of going, what makes you not want to? And, you know, I guess it's hard for me to understand because I would want my partner to say, you know, I, I, I am curious about sucking a cock, you know, if he's, you know, a a guy, because on my show, as you hear, I, I'm not into women. However, I know my partner would like to watch me and that turns me on that knowing that I would give him pleasure watching me make out and have a woman touch me and please me. He's not interested in touching her because he says, why would I want to when I have a woman willing to give me anything I want and be open to exploring? Why would I want to unless you want that? And he said, I don't want that. Now he goes, now would I want you to suck me? Or, you know, we've even talked about, you know, maybe um, me coming on your chest and having her lick it off. That, you know, yeah. But but exploring that thing and, and we put a boundary up where, it would have to be one of those where we met up and never talked to him ever again. I don't trust a woman. And then that's just me. Women, you know, we're not evil people. We're really not. But, you know, <laughs> I just, I like to protect mine and my own. So until we found somebody that was willing to only be our third and just sexually and explore that, then yeah. So, but mm-hmm. again, that's not where we're at, but we've, we've talked about it. We've had open conversations about it. It may never happen, but the fact that he was comfortable enough and the fact that we've sat there and we've, you know, talked about it and we've been out to dinner and he he maybe have his hand on my leg and say, I would really love to watch her mouth crawl, you know, slide up the side of your thighs oh. while I'm stroking my cock. Oh my God, that is the yeah. hottest thing. Can you send your lover to me, please? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine me sitting next to you at that restaurant and I'm, you know, and I'm reaching over to you and I'm I'm running my hand up your thigh and I say, you know, look at that guy over there. Oh my I'd god. I'd really like to watch him suck you off. Oh my or god. You just suck him. Oh my god. I'm not even kidding. I'm getting chills up my spine right now. Yeah. Oh my god. I think I just the only thing I miss about the pre-pandemic life is just that moment where I'm like, you lock eyes with a stranger or like a really hot gentleman from across the street. And then your mind just runs through a million different scenarios. And like, which one do I want to live out? Or like, how do I even approach him? Like, I'm getting, it it is like 26 degrees here. It is really hot. That's like, I don't know, a hundred degrees in the States. Mm -hmm. It's just boiling. And I'm, Okay, Tim, let's cool down. Let's, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, could you imagine your, I mean, even, even me and I, and this is where I was telling you the sexiest, this is when I got introduced to remote Troy's and oh God, that was the, that's the best invention in the whole wide world since toys began. Remote controlled toys. Like, uh, I actually have a toy where, um, I would just send like an invite link. Uh-huh. Uh, and then um, there's actually this guy from the States. He's in Virginia. And I would tell him like, hey, can you open this app? And here's the invite uh-huh. link. I'd want you to just start pressing. And it's like, okay, what is it? Because like men are so simple. They'll do anything. So I just tell sure. him, yeah, just sure. And then I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah, no, just keep pressing that same button over. It's like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, 
you don't need to know. It's okay. Go. It's like, oh, that's what I'm doing to you? Okay, I'm going to keep going. I'm like, yes, please. So, yeah, I'm going to go over to Virginia really, really soon then. <laughs> I bet. There's just something about, you know, you know, because um, I even have patterns from, you know, my lover that that oh. are older and I'll play them. I'll play them on my clits. And yeah. And there's just something about that when we can't touch each other or whatever and to have him have that control. And even when I was, because I've done it to several men that have paid me to do it on the lines and Mm. watching that, if you've never ever controlled somebody, there are, there's actually a thing on it. And I forget the, the, the hashtag for on Twitter, but people beg for it. And it's the most intoxicating thing. And if they get you to listen, because you can call on the app. Um, Lovins is one of them that I know of. Okay, me too. Um, Mm. Lovins, and then I can't think of the other one. Add me as a friend. (laughs) There we go. And so there's there's nothing about, you know, if you call, and there is video call, but I don't video call. However, but could you imagine it's it's just insane because you're not getting to touch their wetness or their hardness or anything like that. But listening to a man or a woman moan and in their pleasure, regardless if they're if they're thinking about oh. you or not thinking about you, it's 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 addicting. Music to my ears. It when is I, in, in yeah. Oh, when I hear it's real oh, porn. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. It's real porn. It's real. Ooh, so yeah, if it, I would say if you get off audio where you don't have to watch porn, you just listen to it. I like I said, I don't, and I think if you could in hashtag love ends, I think it'll start pulling up some of them. But mm-hmm. people all the time. Matter of fact, there was a day last month that love ends did that it was I, I think because it was you know May masturbation day something like that. Yeah, there was something like that. They had one day where all these hashtags came up. And if you had a love ends, there were people begging And there. I mean, I think that's naturally anyway, if I love it, but there's random strangers. Imagine that, that'll let you play with them. <laughs> and since the, the app is secure and betting, you know, if you're into audio or, uh, you know, uh, anything audio wise gets you turned on, what sure what fire way to play with somebody on an app and listening to them. Right? I kid you not. I mean, I can't tell you how many times there was this guy that called and I found out he, he would reveal a little bit, a little bit to me. And there was something he was, he was, uh, I can't tell you who, um, <laughs> mm, but he told me eventually he liked to wear panties, but he didn't like to be degraded, but there, I mean, you could tell he was a swimmer and he has swimmer's body. And there was something about that masculine, hard body, a manly body and very feminine panties that I never would be able to pull off. Oh my oh. God. And, and I would vibe him and he would put on a cage and to me, just listening to him. And my goal was, cause he went loud. I loved to make him, if I could make him moan loud, I'm like, Oh my God. Like disturb and, the neighbors loud. Yeah. And that's just, it, I never thought about him being in panties. And so, and everybody goes, Oh, that's a turn off. I'm like, turn that picture off in your head, but listening to somebody's <laughs> desire, it's just, I mean, think about it this way. It could be a guy wearing a maid outfit, getting fucked by a trucker in their neck and the, uh, behind on the side of the wall in the, in the hotel room. But if you're hearing two people having sex, most people get sexually aroused. So it's the that's same hot. thing. That's it hot. Is. I want to live it that is. fantasy. Yeah. Oh my god! I want to be the maid and the trucker. You'd be oh the maid. 
Oh yeah, I would totally. It's got to be French. I gotta like put on my my worst French accent. Like, oh oui, monsieur. Oh, je ne sais quoi. Voulez-vous avec moi? Yeah, there you go. Oh my god! I went to the learning annex for a week to learn for this fantasy. By the way, buddy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I was about to ask. Like, when people come with like fantasies. Um, that you're not really sure how to approach. Like, do you have some sort of learning curve or some preparation that you need to go through? What's really good uh, about phone sex, I found that if the men know about, if they know their stuff is extreme or is very rare, 99% of the time, probably because they got tired of wasting a minute (laughs) calling girls and finding out, no, I don't do that. No, I don't do that. You know, they'll email you. And Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's really good. I one time had a guy and this is when I was working for a woman directly, not one of those like night flirt or anything like that, where you put in your credit card Mm -hmm. and call around. It Mm -hmm. was actually the operator that you spoke to. And um, I remember this guy called and he said, I have a headphone fetish. Does anybody in your, in your, in the lineup, I don't care who, I don't care what they look like have a, ho- a headphone fetish. And I remember I said, well, let me see. And he goes, he's like, please don't waste my time. I said, I'm not going to waste your time, but I really need to call around and see. I said, right. we have a, I said, we have a, a pro dom that works for us. I said, let me call her. And, and I called the cunt cause she was, um, <laughs> she was a raging bitch. And, oh yeah. no. Great. Yeah. And I really oh. didn't want to refer her, uh-huh. but it's one of those that I'm just such a nice person. I don't believe in fucking with anybody's ability to make money. That's just right. should be everybody's rule, period. Unless mm-hmm. it's illegal, period. The end, you should not fuck with anybody's ability to provide for their family or themselves. That just mm-hmm. That's just my hard and fast rule. So I, I remember I called her and she goes, what are you talking about? And I said, she was like, what? well, what do you mean? Just wearing it and fingering myself? I said, no. And this guy was very specific. He said he wanted to hear them talk about the differences between the brands, the decibel levels that they handled or didn't handle. Yeah. The wiring that were used. It was, I was like, and I, I was honest. I said, I'm not sure anybody's coming in your wheelhouse, but let me check. And I called him back and I was like, unfortunately we don't have anybody. And he said, that's fine. He appreciated me looking. He said, it's a very, he said, the person I called, doesn't work anymore and and now i'm having somebody replace her and he oh said it's God. and sure enough i i went online afterward it's a thing but once you get to I things like that and once you wow. get to that you're talking about the 0.01 percent or probably just a little bit higher the niche, than that. niche 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 <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god i mean i would have never thought a headphone kink or fetish was like a thing like i want to know about like the sample rate or the hurts Mm -hmm. oh like i mean hey like what gets you on gets you on but geez uh i truly like i'm an i was an escort and i thought i've lived through this the entire sexual spectrum but i'm just learning about this now so wow that is interesting <laughs> as you can as you probably can admit to being an escort that they said you probably heard it all and that's when you cringe because you go motherfucker nope. you just cursed me because yeah. as soon as you say i've heard and seen it all yep i truly have not <laughs> exactly and this is where i say this um when i thought 
And I, you always know when, when things have stayed pretty mainstream, you always know there's that one kinky person that's going to come around. And yep. I got an email one day. I just got through telling the story. I got an email one day and said, would you serve me for dinner? And I thought, I knew he didn't mean, the way it was written, I got a feeling he didn't mean maid because he did not specifically be, say, would you be my maid or my housekeeper? I thought, okay, he either wants to be Hansel and Gretel or he wants to be a human sushi platter. And that's literally what I was thinking. I'm reading this email going, oh, God, what do I do? And I thought, okay, let's hear him out because I can do the human sushi thing. I can do that. Right. Yeah. So I wrote back. I said, do you mean a human sushi platter? And he said, no. He's And he said, may I call you? And I sent him a free some free minutes because right. I don't. It's one of those, I don't want someone that it's not my wheelhouse. I don't want them to have to pay for it. Other girls work a different way. I don't. Right. Um, I can't tell you how many calls I've got off just be for being that honest. Mm-hmm. So he calls and he actually goes, I want to be stuffed and trussed like a turkey and put in the oven. <laughs> oh, okay. I went, I went, so Hansel and Gretel. He goes, yeah. And I thought, damn it, that I know my gut's never wrong. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. So, I knew it. I called it. Yeah. So he goes, I'm going to email you a list of things I want you to touch. And he said, let's just try and spin it. And I said, okay. And, and the thing is, he's my favorite caller. And he's my favorite, he's my favorite caller because he gives me total creative control of where the fantasy is going. He's absolutely quiet. So as an escort, I'm sure you've had those people where they Mm -hmm. don't want to say anything. They're quiet. You're kind of like, you really have to pay attention. You have to pay attention to their, well, for you, probably their body language. Me, it's just yes. air. I have to pay yeah. attention to the breathing mm, and, and little so noises. So nuanced and like you really need to be on your game the entire call. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So as he wrote me the rules, I'm trying to think, okay, how can I spin this? And his, he, he said, the one thing I want you to be in and refer to every now and then is I want you to be in high heels and an apron only the whole time. And I thought, okay, well, I was like, well, that's normal. I can do that. And, but as I'm spinning the idea and he brings me the list and one of them is he wanted me to have unpack some groceries. And I don't know, (laughs) I don't know about what you know about movies, but the, this, my mind immediately went there is the very old movie of uh, tales from the dark side. I think so. Yeah. 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 It's from the early eighties. If you haven't seen it, it's, it's set up like, kind of like, um, the old Stephen King movies um, that and I can't think of a, a creep show. It's kind of like that where it's split. Mm-hmm. It's different stories. Kind of like my show. <laughs> <laughs> and what I did was this, I had this older woman. She was dressed in wearing um, back had horrible eighties, that the horrible puppy sleeves and the, 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 that pen, that pink pen with the woman silhouette on it. That was horrible. And button up. She had that on a very long skirt, but she had these really hot boots on. And, and it, it's that's how the movie starts. It starts looking like it's a normal day. She gets in her car and she's driving home and she's she gets home and she's taking her earrings off and she's talking to her party guests saying, oh, yeah, it's a dinner will be served at blah, 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 blah. And everything. And she, you know, putting the groceries down and she goes and takes her coat off t- into her bedroom and she comes back out. But she's clothed. I wasn't. And then she opens these doors and you see this kid um, and I can't think of the famous name. You'll it, you'll know it if you saw it. Mm-hmm. And he's chained to a wall, and he's reading this book. In the movie, he he tells all these stories, and you know you get to see these stories. 
Well, in mine, I took that idea, but he was naked and chained to the wall. Ooh. So that's how I came up with the idea. Yeah. You like your the guy on the other end was the naked one and chained to the wall while exactly. you're while you're unpacking groceries. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wow. I mean, I love that. That that is like unusual and creative. And like does I guess he just likes the idea of seeing like a uh, a woman in just an apron and high heels just take out take out the eggs and the carrots and the milk. <laughs> well, we were talking well, when I got him out of his cage. I put him on the very large countertop with the pan, and I made him get inside the pan. And then beside the pan, <gasps> I, had, I had olive oil and butter, and I would brush his skin down with it, and I baste him, and then I would massage his cock. Well, then I would walk over to the counter and I would start making meatball and I'd say, I would dice the carrots and the onions and the celery and the potato stuff that you make a stuffing with. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. as I right, had him right. on the counter and I would stro- every once in a while I'd go back and stroke him and then I would truss his legs and arms together and I'd have him, like you know, mm, yeah. Cause remember he wanted to be stuffed and right, trussed yes. like a turkey. Yes, yes, so, it, yeah. So then when I came back, I had the way I explained it, you're like, it's it's very interesting. He wanted extreme details. Excuse yeah, me. something and, like that was going to require thoroughness. Yes, and I told him how I stuffed this injector, and I came back and I would place two fingers inside him and stretch his, you know, anal's hole with the Ooh. olive on the butter, and I would salt and pepper it, and then I would push the plunger in, and I would push the ingredients inside him. And then I would go wash my hands and go back to the oven and I would turn the oven on. And I said, he, I said, you hear click. And I heard him. That's what I heard him. And then I had, I said, I turn your head or while I'm stroking your body, keeping it oiled and massage your legs and your hands and your arms from getting too cramped. You're watching the elements in the, in the oven go from bright orange to low orange. And you know that the oven's heating, getting ready to kiss the oiled skin from you. Oh, my God. And then, like, what, you, you just start to smell the... Yeah, meat, basically, you the, just... The meat yeah, cooking. you start... Well, the thing was, he always finished before I got him in the oven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Thank God. Because <laughs> I'm like, how am I going to describe... And then I'm like, oh God, eventually he'll be done. And then I have to cut into him. No, this ain't gonna work. So, but he always, and he did. He always finished before I pushed him in the oven. <laughs> not grit, not like console and Gretel. He actually, we actually had a rolling thing where the pan rolled in. Um, at one point I did stretch it where I pushed him in the oven, but I would always pull him out and then stroke his cock and rebaste him. But sometimes I would have this jar where his old cum was in with mixed with olive oil and butter. Ooh, and I yum. would baste his skin with his old cum that we had collected. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like that's, oh, I mean, I love that for him that he finished even before you could finish the fantasy, but like, 
you you want to finish the story? I I want to hear the end of the story. Oh. Do you eat him? Do you like you know digest him slowly? With well, that a was glass the thing. Chardonnay, you know. Well, that that was the thing though with with the lines in this that there's no cutting, there's no bleeding and stuff like that. So that that's something I couldn't cross with him, and that's something we both agreed on. He never wanted to, even though the thought is intriguing. We never took the fantasy there ever, and that's something I would have turned him down flat if that happened. Um, however. It's, I finally asked him after three calls of doing this and and I thought, you know, he's either going to answer me or he's, you know, never going to call again and just say, I just enjoy it and leave it at that. Because that's where my curiosity gets to me is like, what makes you want this? What makes you desire this? That, 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 that part of me always kicks in when I have, I get any fantasy really. And mm-hmm. I found out he, and again, I can't tell you, um, he's a CFO of a big corporation up where Ooh. you're from actually. Oh, really? I probably uh-huh. know. Him, exactly. You probably, <laughs> probably know. Been him. Client. He's probably been my client for all I know. Probably. Mm-hmm. And I, he said that the first is, you know, cause he's a submissive and he said, mm-hmm. giving yourself, he said, this is the way that the ultimate gift for uh, adopt my dom and if you think about it you're giving your life you're giving everything for your dom i didn't think of it either that way yeah i mean because saying yeah you can cook me and ingest me then i'll always be part of you for a little bit that's kind of sweet i'm not gonna it, it, lie no it is like, it's very what? sweet in a way and but he's like i'll never go through with it because but the thought of actually giving myself completely over to her that way and letting her have that power and I was That's, like, I get it. Yeah, I get it. And he I said, mean, honestly, yeah. I'll never have that kind of emotion for a man because, like, men are gross. But, like, you know, I get it. I, I get th- I get that wanting to, like, you know, to give yourself completely over to someone. I'm yeah. here for it. Also, like, I do notice that uh, men who are, like, in positions of power, like CEOs and CFOs and whatever, they always at least in my experience in escorting, they always want some sort of submissive role or like they just want to not be in power for the hour. They either swing either way. They either want to have someone submissive or they want to be submissive, but you're right. It's, is the way I explain it to somebody that doesn't get it. I said, well, how do you de-stress? And some people run, Mm -hmm. some people swim, some people have the reading or whatever you do it. It's simple as the stress ball. It really, whatever you do, some, and then some people just need it this way. And Mm -hmm. that's it. And some people have phone sex. And some people have phone sex. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yes. Hello, all my little sluts. It's me, Mama Slut. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. I just wanted to hop on here real quick to let you in on a sexy little deal. Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexy as fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to dalekuda.com, that's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A dot com, and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me, 25% off. And, cherry on top, free shipping, oh my god. (laughs) I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me, and... 
girl. Mm, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there. And I'm on the train. I'm just like, uh, 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 thank you, Dale. <laughs> That's dalecuda.com with the code SEXEDWITHTIM for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping. With a deal like that, I swear I could come buckets, honey. <laughs> hey, you disgusting pervs. We all like sex toys, right? Nipple clamps, vibrators, masturbators, oh my. Good For Her has one of the best selection of sex toys, learning resources, online workshops, and gender expression materials you can't find anywhere else. Go to goodforher.com and use code SEXEDWITHTIM10 for 10% off your purchase of any of the toys bought online. That's G-O-O-D-F-O-R-H-E-R.com and the code S-E-X-E-D-W-I-T-H-T-I-M-1-0 at checkout for 10% off your purchase of any of the toys bought online. And they ship worldwide. Trans-inclusive, feminist, and pleasure-focused, Good For Her has been doing the Lord's work since 1997, bringing you everything you need to get that... Uh... Uh... The show is about to begin. Yes. Have you ever noticed like um a common fantasy that uh that comes up whether it be on your show or in your phone sex work? Well, on my show, I get a lot of swinger stories. Um and oh, I yeah. think part I think part of it is I've landed on a swinger radio station. But mm-hmm. but also, I think that's it right now. I I think it's it's sex is just like anything in the industry. Not that the the swinger lifestyle or you know uh, however you want to refer to it as is brand new. It's not. It's been around for years. Ages, just like yeah. yeah, just like um, being in dominant and submission. It's been around. You can find all the history on it. It re- It's just it's now just making coming out and mm-hmm. making its entrance and becoming more popular. Um, though, those are the ones I really got. And then, um, I'm finding a lot of common stories I get are men wanting to watch their wives with other men or mm. women, but mm-hmm. when being with another woman's so common, it's anymore. It's like people joke, a man wanting to watch two women together. They don't consider that gay. They consider it art or, you know, erotica. Yeah. they don't consider mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, you know, sorry if she's into each other, they're, you know, depending, you know, they're either bisexual or they're lesbian. That's exactly what it is. You know, let's mm-hmm. not, let's not sugarcoat it, but you know, but it is what it is. But it, it's like, um, I know somebody that's, you know, bisexual. He's in the way he first explained it to me. He's like, I'm not gay. I'm sexually bi, but romantically straight. And, he said, I would love to find a partner that would embrace that side of me. And, and you know, he was a regular. And and I remember him and I would having those conversations. And I would get turned on at the the thought of watching him with another guy or being with another gentleman. And I thought, you know, but just the idea of watching your partner come apart, that's so hypnotic, you know, and seeing that side of him. Because really, if you think about it, every man that I ever met over the 17 years, and I mean even you, over how many years mm-hmm. you've done it. If you think about it this way, you've got to see their most intimate detail that probably they never can tell anybody oh, ever. Yeah, sure. So mm-hmm. to me and you and anybody else out there in this industry, you're really getting to see a part of their soul that they're not really revealing to anybody else. So when oh, you yeah. start to learn about them, you probably know more about them 
than the people they've lived with for years. Yeah, and like I'm, I'm just a complete stranger, and then you're already like opening up and like showing your most vulnerable sides to me. Like I'm a little flattered. Um, there's actually on my website there's a blog post. It's called. It is coincidentally titled Tim, Jim, and Nikki. And it was about this. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. quinky-dink? That's <laughs> very that serendipitous. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, um, but the story of Tim, Jim, and Nikki is me and then this couple, James and Nicole, uh, Jim and Nikki, uh, they wanted me to come over and like they wanted me to have sex with the husband so that mm-hmm. like because the wife got off on watching his husband make love to another man. Mm -hmm. It's like that cuckolding fantasy. And then they really got to live out that fantasy. And like, I I almost felt like, Hmm, I, I, I'm so honored to be part of this, but like, there's this spark between you two that I feel like I'm the third wheel, even though I'm fully like coming inside of your husband. (laughs) I'm like, this is, this is sweet, but also, Wow, it's extremely intimate what's going on right now. The way they lock their eyes with each other mm-hmm. during the entire... Like, I, I never touched her, but um, the way that he was looking at her while I was fucking him was the most intense like eye contact I've ever seen between two people ever. Whoa. And that's what a lot of people don't understand when another person they get caught up in the i don't want another dick in the room i don't want that dick touching me and i'm like do you realize if she's sucking your cock and he's fucking her she's not thinking about him she's thinking about how good it feels but she's i said look watch where she's looking and 99 percent of the time she's looking at you you dork <laughs> i mean seriously you know oh yeah like they're and it's the about deeper you. connection with that and if mm-hmm. and if that's not your thing that's completely fine you mm-hmm. know but it but at least you know if you're not willing to go that route with her you know plays with the butt plug and fuck her with that i'll give her kind of the same sensation a bit <laughs> so what do you think makes fantasies so hot like i mean there are some fantasies that we shouldn't be living out or like i don't know there's there's some there's something about the taboo that makes it sexy what do you think that is just from speaking from experience i think when we make the decision to embrace it and however we embrace it be it on paper may it be at a bar where you just think about it may it be just porn or anything we become freer and sometimes another person that we wish we were brave enough to embrace Mm -hmm. um I I think that do I wish we could have these type of conversations out in the open a hundred percent of the time? No, I I do believe in being anonymous. I do believe in privacy at times. Um, But I know for me, when somebody starts telling me a confession and, and especially when I read them, it, it's very validating. Even if my, need isn't their need or my want and desire is not theirs. Seeing somebody embrace that, reading somebody embrace that is amazing. It's amazing. That's very empowering. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Because it's you such know? a it's such a vulnerable and like deep part of you. And then for you as a phone sex operator and with your podcast, like you're offering this space for people to just you know, live out this thing that they've never have been able to live out before or are too afraid to live out. 
That's so good. Uh, some heroes don't wear capes. Some heroes wear headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I had a amazing story uh, last week um, that aired last Wednesday. And it was about a guy that actually took the chance and was brave and went to the women's department, bought some, you know, wanted to try some things on. And he went over, he had to change over in the men's department and he got judged by the dressing woman to let him in. And I thought, and I told him, but she didn't say anything, but it was in the tone and, you know, the look. look. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. and I said, I remember saying to him, fuck her. Fuck her mm. and her being her stuck up on her ass. Maybe, you know, it, maybe she got fucked a little bit more. Something to lose and fall apart and lose. <laughs> you know, she, you know, come on. And mm. realistically, when somebody goes to that, they want something else or want, you know, and then most to me, sometimes I feel like they look and say, God, I, I hate you for being able to embrace it. I'm not there yet. Oh, yeah. And sometimes like I wonder much? that. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm jealous that you're that brave, and, and it's happened. I don't know about you, but you know, oh, yeah. or with anything in life, and then you find shaming. out later, yeah, mm-hmm. where it's they come out and they say, you know, I wasn't mad at you, and what I did was wrong. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I was jealous that you were able to A, B, C, and D, whatever it may be. Right, right. That you were oh. brave and took that, and I don't know how to do that yet. And then you're going to take out your insecurities on me? No, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. But, you know, that's when, as hopefully, as a, a person and good person that I know you are, that you would say, <laughs> well, ask me anything. And when you need to, I'm here. And, and leave it at that. And that's one thing over the years that I can always tell when a man wants to talk about, you know, being with another man, touching another man's cock. It's such a big big fantasy for men to actually admit that they want to because just like women were told not to embrace our sexuality or it's wrong and that men don't want it mm-hmm. men are shamed to not explore and i don't even just mean being with another man that right. is anything you know with anything and yeah. like why are I, women allowed to be more sexually fluid than men you know Nobody yeah. bats an eye when when two girls who are just besties they cuddle, but all of a sudden when two guys who have been like childhood friends their life their whole life, they just want to like spoon or something, all of a sudden they're gay. Come on. No. Yeah. That's so sad. I, I wish that people would be a little more open to some exploration every now and then. You know how many stories I've heard are men finally say yeah, I I stroked off with a guy in high school. Ooh, I bet I'm starting to bet you got a lot of those stories. Then I do. There's a you lot do. of stories like that. There, there's a lot, and I always always remind when somebody says, "Does that make me gay?" Because they've struggled for it for years, and I always go back with, "Do you want to go to a bar and see if you can date a guy?" <laughs> well, no, then you're not gay. Yeah, please don't. Date I, I mean, men. for me, yeah, for me. <laughs> Exactly. For me and my definition, because again, as like I say, you can look at Webster and then go somewhere else and you have something else, you know, it just who says what. So my definition, that's what I always say, you know, and please don't. Or if you're just curious, be open and honest and say, well, I I, right now I don't think I am, but I'm just curious, you know, and times they'll be honest and say, well, I don't want to play with you. Or if they do like, okay, I'll let you explore with me, but be honest about it. Mm -hmm. It's your authenticity. 
Don't yeah. hide it. Don't hide who you are. Aww. We're we're clamoring. Our world is clamoring for authenticity and just honesty. Mm-hmm. But on the same token, on the other flip side, I think we're afraid of honesty. We are you know, because we're, yeah. when we're too honest, we start to open up this very specific part of ourselves. It's like, what if they don't like it? Oh, yeah, oh, that's so sad. Oh, I have a a question for you. Since we're sure. on the topic of fantasies, have you ever lived out a fantasy that you've always wanted to live out, or do you have a fantasy that you have yet to live out? I have a few with him that I want to live out. Like, Ooh. I there's something about being, and I I've always found it erotic. Um, there's something about being fucked with being in a hotel room on a and I'm in the long tall windows and being fucked against it. Oh, like the voyeur uh-huh. like fantasy. Oh my god, yes. Now my I, dream yeah. is to like be in a hotel and just uh-huh. like just do me and then open the curtains. <laughs> I love that. I love oh that. My god. But yeah, sorry to interrupt, but go ahead. Keep going. No, um I've lived one out by myself, but I would love to live it out with my partner mm-hmm. is um, I, I was in Cancun last October mm-hmm. and we, when we, I was there, there was a couple that was, they were in the lifestyle, um, mm-hmm. but they were also voyeuristic. So the thing was they asked us to be at their wedding. Well, they also asked us to watch them consummate their marriage. The rules were we were not allowed to have any sexual access was supposed to be all be about them. So we were allowed to have sex, or they were allowed to have sex, but nobody could touch. Now, if you wanted to touch, you need to leave and go back to your room, which I thought was even hotter, mm. you know, instead of just becoming an orgy in the room. Right, right, That right. it was, you're watching two couple embrace and embrace their lifestyle and embrace their sensuality and being explorative with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, because she didn't touch anybody else. It was all about them. Now, I know they played through the week with other couples, but that night was them. <laughs> uh, yeah. And there were I that week I met two men Ooh. that were sexually bi. Ooh, yummy. And no, nothing happened. Oh, darn. <laughs> I know. Everybody's uh, like, oh please. No, it um You, you fully edged yeah, me there, Nikki. I you know. I'm but fully on the edge of my seat and like, come on, finish the story. <laughs> I watched though. Ooh, yum. Oh, I love to watch. I really like to watch. There is nothing sexier than what, like, just, I can watch a woman masturbate. I could. Mm-hmm. And it's not that she's a woman. It's that she's embracing herself. There right, is yeah. nothing sexier than a person, you know. And, you know, I guess you could, this is where somebody would say, well, yeah, I wouldn't want to watch the State Puff Marshall man if he was a person jack off. Mm. And okay, that's probably true. I'd probably have to turn the video off and do audio only. But <laughs> still, there's, no, there's nothing. Uh, it's completely amazing for to watch something like that, to watch somebody embrace what they need and desire mm-hmm. and listen to them lose that control. It, oh, yes. it, it just makes you feel okay. Like, like I said, the peanut butter guy, you know, I, I didn't find that hot. I found it more curious than anything else. But, right. <laughs> you know, if something like that makes somebody feel like, okay, I can do that, you know, then why not? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so beautiful. Just like to be in your most authentic self, to be in that fantasy and to just be in that zone. Oh, I love it. I'm so obsessed with that. Oh, I, 
this entire conversation, I've been obsessed with how you talk and how open you are about your, like, your fantasies and everything. Can you, like, give me some tips on how to be more, like, attuned to sexy talk? Because for me, sexy talk is like, fuck me, daddy! But, like, that's not really, you know, sexy all the time. Like when you look over your shoulders and say, fuck me, daddy, please. Okay, see? I, I can't do that. Can you, like, give me, like, a hot tip on how to do that? That's just me, though. I mean, I can just look back and say, fuck me, fuck me Tim. Fuck oh, let, let me spread my legs for you, and you can slide that nice, hard cock and grab me. <laughs> yeah, see? I'm obsessed. I'm so obsessed. <laughs> for me, I actually read a I and I, over the years, I got into... Fifty Shades of, <clears throat> I don't like that book, but it does have some Neither good. Do I. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's Fifty Shades of Shit if you're looking for literature, but yeah. if you're looking for ideas sexually, <laughs> yeah, jumping off point, yeah, that's it's a good place to start. But there are also some really good authors that do smut, mm-hmm. and all oh, right, yeah, yeah, and I would actually just incorporate those scenes in some fantasies that I would mm. delve for men, and I would you know, rem- try to bookmark and remember them. Not that I'd go read them to the man that yeah. called because that takes, hang on, let me find so-and-so from this book. Yeah. Hang on page 42. No, it doesn't work like that. No, but, it, but it does help you. Oh, let's try that. You know, but, okay. but what I'm I, saying is start reading erotica and it just, for me, when I find my center and I exhale, I can, and in listening to my partner and listening how, what turns him on yeah. and, I know if I lean in really close and just say, how was your day? As I'm touching his arm. <gasps> okay. Okay. I want to try this. So I'm, okay. I'm going to try to like speak in low hushed tones and then like give me a grade, like an A plus A minus kind of thing. Because yep. let's live my schoolboy fantasy right now. <laughs> so if I go like, hey, Nikki, how was your day? Oh. Was that good? That's good. It's better than I thought it would be. Yeah? Really? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so that's like uh, that's like nice sensual talk. Um, uh-huh. So, uh, what if I get, go something like um, I really want to see you spread those lips for me. I've been craving you all day. How's that? That's you're doing good. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I really got to work on that because it I that doesn't come natural to me. I like for me it's just more like uh or oh. Like that, like basically wordless, but just sounds. The one I feel thing, like I yeah. work on that. What's, I guess what goes for me is I had to work on the wording where this is my natural voice. So if, mm-hmm. you know, like when I worked for AT&D and DirecTV, it was just, <laughs> hi, would you like to pay your bill? And, you know, and the guy's like, hang on for, can you keep talking? You know, and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the woman is like, did I call a phone sex line? It's like, no, seriously, really? You know, but so this, where I have that over you, where this is, you know, I'm going to talk to you, no ma- like doing no matter what, you know, I had to learn the, the wording, the, you know, and you just pay attention to what really just starts uh, your partner. So, you know, they may like you reading just a manual. And uh, I do every once in a while, I'll post them. I post them with the other week. I wouldn't kick him out of my bed reading. Right. You know, yeah. I'm just imagining you being like, you're three months overdue on your phone bill. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so, mm-hmm. uh, I've, like, you can say anything sexy like that. Like, mm, scrum delicious. There's, there's a really early episode where 
a guy requested and wrote in. He said, will you read tax code? And there is. There's an early episode. I didn't read mm-hmm. much of it, but I read tax code. Ooh, okay. Can you give us a sample of either that or like um, any sort of fantasies that listeners have submitted in? And like in your phone sex operator voice. <laughs> well, tell me when to stop because this is one um, for my patrons. So I'll just give it up to you. Sure. Yeah. Um, give us a sample or a taste. <clears throat> and said, Dear Nikki, the night the ship pulled in, I went off to the bar hopping experience and it was a fun night. Liberty is awesome when you have been out to sea and when you finally get some time off to, yes, drink like you're never going to get a chance to again for a while. Well, I went from bar to bar, the sunset and light night crowd was kicked. As I walked the streets, I came across the bar that was packed, so of course I had to go check it out. I went in straight to the bar, found a spot, ordered a beer, and the next thing I knew, I received another beer. The bartender stated that it was paid for by someone in the bar. I said, tell them thank you. Then all of a sudden, they announced, the show's about to begin. I thought to myself, what show? I was naive at the time and looked at the stage to see what was going on. Well, lo and behold, it was a drag show. I'd never heard of such a thing. So I thought, wait a minute, what kind of bar am I in? I finished my beer and was about to leave, but another one showed up. The bartender stated that the lady next to me covered this round. Well, it would be rude to say no. So I thanked the lady next to me and watched the show. The show was good. Plus, shots appeared before me. And another beer. And the lady next to me said, enjoy the evening. Well, now things are getting interesting. She asked me what my plans were for the evening. And I said, it's my last night here. The ship pulls out tomorrow. She said, I guess we need to make this a great evening. Oh my God. Okay. Okay, Nikki. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was was so amazing. Like, I'm truly speechless right now. That was, what? Thank you. Oh my God. Yes, bravo, bravo. So the thing is, when I get confessions, they actually get sent to my editor, Darcy. And uh-huh. no, he's not named after the Jane. Oh, this is a very common <laughs> question. Everything's I named him after Pride and Pleasure is not. I named uh. Darcy because he used to read to me. He reads to oh. me. And that's, it just stuck. So that's, that's our thing. So anyway, um, he goes wow. through and he takes, he changes all names involved unless the author alone wants his name in. Then we mm-hmm. leave that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also checks for, as you heard, um, any of the things that I cannot say on air, um, which is really strictly kind of close to what, when you call a phone sex line, what they can and can't do. Right. Setting um, your boundaries and everything. Correct. And so it's a, it's pretty tame wise. There's other shows out there that go way over the edge. I will never go there. It's just, it's essential and erotic show. Um, like you've probably, I don't know if you think of it that way. I like to think of it that way. But the thing is, I never see them till I record. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So he emails them back in a Word document, and I don't read them until I record my show. So as live as I'm reading them, you will hear them. After wow. I read each story, I have my thoughts. So those are thought; those aren't written because, of course, I have not read the show or story, and they're they are coming to me as I'm reading the story. Mm-hmm. So I meet 
right after I read it, I go into my thoughts, kind of like we're talking here, explaining how you may not do this fantasy, but would you, would you do this? Would you, mm. if you had the opportunity to live your ultimate fantasy, um, being this one, would you do it? Would you mm-hmm. take that step if no one ever could find out? Oh, oh, wow. That's a really like, and I try, I try to give that perspective. If you were given the opportunity to have your ultimate sexual fantasy and we're taking morals and values and not talking about the itty bitty greedy yucky ones, but mm-hmm. seriously, if you are a gentleman or a woman and had a chance to be, or even a gentleman that wanted to maybe be with a, a drag queen right, for the first right. time or mm-hmm. wanted to be with a transsexual or wanted to be with another man. And you mm-hmm. had this opportunity in front of you that nobody would ever find out you're shipping out tomorrow. Would you do it? And even take that out of the picture. What if you met a wonderful woman? And yeah. And you had and you were shipping out tomorrow, but you knew you had this, you had this great thing and it was kicking and 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 you didn't want any strings attached. You didn't want to change it. Neither one of you, but you had the sexual energy. And she was into something and she admitted it. And you want you could knock it off your bucket list. Would you do it? Would you do it? And that's the things I like to ask my listeners. Would you do it if given this? Okay, so say you're not into sucking dick, but, and I always, and I'm picking on that one. It's just because that's where this goes, by the way. (laughs) And this one's not on my regular show. This is on my, this story's on my patron page. So you can't go to the show and find out what happened. (laughs) That's why I cut you off. I'm like, I don't want to give the listeners too much, but let's keep them going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, (laughs) but Here's the thing. It's that's what I like for people to explore because these people are living these fantasies. These people are stepping outside their box. And even if say, say this guy totally made this up and this is as far as he'll ever get writing this story of living it out. It's still a form of living out your fantasy, but what if it gives you Tim courage to take a step, even if it's not the same fantasy. Mm, mm, It at least gives me a way to like, Okay, if he was brave enough to write something like that, maybe I'm brave enough to, I don't know, bring up a role play kink scene mm-hmm. with my next partner. Oh, my gosh. Wow, Nikki, this conversation has been so wonderful. We are just living out our fantasies, but we got to give the listeners a break. We've been, our sexy voices have filled their ears for <laughs> the last hour or so. So um, I want to end this on like, a really beautiful note. What do you want the listeners at home to take away from this conversation about fantasies? The thing about this is, is I'm, as I say in every interview, I was raised by my father and my sex conversation probably wasn't the sex conversation we have. He Mm. was either talking about home Depot shopping or he was giving me advice in relationships (laughs) and sex. So you can take from it for whatever you want. But he basically Mm. told me if you don't take care of your house, and everything in it, and be willing to redecorate, move things around, change things up, somebody will come along and take what you took for granted. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Mm. Be willing to explore your partner. Be willing, even uh, say you have something to tell your partner, and it's, remember as much as you've struggled with it in your head, it's going to take that much long or longer don't expect your partner to go and and they and very well they could be but don't take it as rejection if they need five minutes to think about it mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong at least they're thinking about it 
give them that space to have that same respect for your anxiety in your head of spinning it. Cause we we're not psychic. We didn't, we right. all skip psychic class on Friday. Let's treat it like that. So we can't <laughs> read your mind. But when you do tell them, give them the time and have the patience. Sometimes mm. pa- patience pays off. It really does. And some people need that extra time to really process. find, right. Process what your needs and desires is. And I'll close with this one story is I had a caller once and he liked to play with women's panties and he liked to, you know, use a vibrator on instead of a dildo. And one day it wasn't his voice on the other end of the line. It was his girlfriend's. <gasps> and I, I immediately went, I cringed. I thought, Oh fuck another pissed off shit. <laughs> and we actually do go through those, even though it's usually click at the end. Actually, I don't. I let the, the bill ran up one time. Ooh. Right. She was mean. She was a cunt. Not this chick. <laughs> this chick was really nice. And she said, I have a question. I said, she said he could answer. She, he said, you could explain this. And I thought, okay, this isn't really what I said. Talk to her about it. It's not what I meant. Um, I said, okay. And she said, I don't understand. I don't understand why he wants to wear my panties. I don't understand why he wants to explore anal. And, and she's like, that's not a manly trait. And I said, traditionally, no, it's not a manly trait. But just because he's exploring something like this doesn't mean he wants to go down to the dock and spread his ass cheeks and say, fuck me to every man that comes around. And I hate to say this in a joking manner, but it, I mean, it's very true. I said, you know, have you ever sat down and asked him? And she said, well, no. I said, for him... I said, the the panties that he's wearing, and this is exactly what he told me. He said, it's more of just an exhale. It's the feel of the material against my skin. I don't want to be a woman. I don't want to dress as a woman. I don't want to change or anything like that. I just like the the way it feels against my skin. There's nothing more I want to do. And I told her, I said, with him telling you this, this is the when women say we wish our men would open up to us and tell us everything. When someone confesses something, and it doesn't matter what gender role or gender you are, when you confess or have your partner confess to you in this particular manner, they are giving you the biggest gift you will ever get because they've really given you part of their soul that they've kept hidden for so long. So what I'm asking you and your listeners to do is if they get that, realize, especially if you're a woman, you're going to get, you're getting something that's bigger than our big wedding day, our big, our babies and everything else that we're born to wish and want and the perfect wedding day. And if we want those things, whatever perfect little bubble feminine wise you want, it's bigger than that force. Anybody that's giving you that. So what I'm saying is just take your time and listen. And if it's not for you, at least try to find a way to meet halfway to try it for him. It was just wearing the things and doing these things. And once she finally, I guess they, they finally, they did uh, not guess they did. She stepped back and a couple weeks later and she said, I get it. She said, I, I didn't understand him wanting to be vibrated anally or him being used a you know, butt plug or being pegged. I didn't get it. But watching him come undone by my touch, by my thrust, by my vibrations was amazing. And 
I don't know what happened to him. They, they, they stopped. He stopped calling after that. Cause yeah, I mean, happily she, ever after. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. But at least he got to have a positive experience of being open with what he needed sexually. And that's what I'm explaining. I want to get through to everybody out there is just listen and mm. try just really, really try. Cause if, if somebody has the courage to say anything like that to you, that's the biggest gift they're going to give you. And if they're willing to give you that, they're willing to give you the world. Mm. Oh, that's so beautiful. Wise words to take away from this episode. I can't get enough of you, Nikki. I'm pretty sure the <laughs> listeners will not be able to get enough of you. So where can people find you? Plug your podcast and your social media. Yeah, you can find me on my website at dearnikki.com. Um, you can also email me anonymously at Nikki and I K K Y at dear Nikki.com. Um, you can also do it. Uh, you can confess to me anonymously under the confessions tab. I don't get any of your emails. You can put in a random one. It, we don't know. We don't know who you are. Um, and I don't email you back there, but if you want it directly or have a question, send it to me directly. You can find it on me on Twitter and Instagram, just like I found Tim at D, Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, one, six, two, with some sexy thoughts of the day. Sometimes some really bad jad jokes. I need to get back on the ball with that. And go vote for me. I'm actually up for two awards at the ASN Lifestyle Magazine Awards for Best Adult Podcast and Best Lifestyle Podcast. Thank you so much, Nikki, for coming on to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I love you. I am so absolutely obsessed with you. And to all the listeners out there, Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you at the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at Sex Ed with Tim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even better, you can also support the show on Patreon, where you can get early access to ad-free episodes and more. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah! <laughs>